Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius Exam Channel 145. Next week, you will not be hearing of, of us on Monday, but we are starting a new schedule for our show. It's going to be from new time frame, no longer the usual 11 to 12. It's now going to be around 2.30 to 3, or 2 to 3, sorry. Anyway, starting off our show, we have Anthony, Mario, Alicia, and of course, we always have to have Angel with the new names here on Zoom every now and again, giving us his little comments and tidbits. But, and I'm obviously your host, Nicole, myself. It's amazing to be here. For We're going to start our, our show as, as we normally do with our COVID rundown. So starting it off with some worldwide stats, we have 22 million confirmed cases, as well as 14.6 million recovered patients and 778,000 deaths. Thousands have attended a pool party in Wuhan Maya Beach Water Park. This is the city, just in case you guys forgot, where the virus originated from. The city underwent a very strict 76-day lockdown to contain COVID and has not, since that lockdown, report any domestic transfer of COVID since, since May. But, however, this pool party, when it took place, there was no masks, there was no social distancing. Everybody was just kind of on top of each other, having fun, forgetting that we're in a global pandemic. Ireland is now increasing its restrictions after a spike in COVID cases. Remote working is now being implemented again, as well as new limitations on outdoor gatherings. And citizens have also been told to avoid public transportation. Here in the US, we see 5.4 million confirmed cases, 2.7 million recovered patients, and 170,000 deaths. Texas surpasses 10,000 deaths related to COVID. So obviously we're still not out of the light there. And not COVID related, but still chaos related. California has now been hit with everything. We've seen seen them get hit with earthquakes, uh, fire tornadoes, power surges. And now the state has had its first plague case in five years in South Lake Tahoe. The patient is now under medical care and is recovering at home. I just feel bad for California at this point. They've gotten the, like, the real short end of the stick. It's barely even a stick anymore. It's just broken at this point. They've, they have to deal with so much. So I just want to get you guys' um, opinions and input on basically the main points here. Yeah, I mean, California has gotten the little short end of like, the stub. Like, again, it's not even a stick. It's just kind of cut into pieces at this point. I mean, they've had a lot of things going on this year, and this just kind of adds on to it. I don't think there'll be an outbreak. We can only hope that would not work very well because, you know, why not one pandemic when you can have two or buy one, get one free spot? No, wouldn't wouldn't like that one. So I hope this guy does recover from the the plague, and uh, I hope there's not another pandemic around. And all we have in 2020 is pretty much hope, so yeah. But back to the Wuhan pool party. This is the place where the virus originated, if I'm not mistaken. So why would you be having a pool party in the first place if that's where it originated? Like, not not only should you not be having a massive pool party at this time, we saw it with um, some TikTok influencer. He had his birthday a few days ago, and he had a huge party, and then the cops came and but 
during this time, why would you have a party to begin with? And then not only have a party, but a pool party and at the place where the virus originated. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah, I see your point 100%, Anthony. But I will still say that the TikTok influencers that we talked about yesterday are much, much, much worse than the, this pool party in Wuhan. Because, number one, America is now, unfortunately, the epicenter of COVID-19. And it's very unfortunate. But in Wuhan, we're seeing... A slight decrease in cases, as Nicole says, they have no new reported cases. So I can forgive them a little bit, but at the same time, you should not really be having a party this soon into it. But still, I'm glad to see that other places around the world are returning to their normal lives or trying to. I just hope that this pool party does not, you know, spark a massive outbreak because that'd be very terrible, you know, to see that everything's going back down and then it just comes right back in. But you know what? It's... It's just life, and I really hope that we can celebrate like they are in Wuhan because, unfortunately, America, like I said before, is the epicenter to all this. And going back to your point on California, Nicole, it's just not looking good for California. California is on a whole nother level than we are right now. If we're on, like, in a video game, if we're on medium mode, California is on, like, expert plus mode right now. They got the bubonic plague and coronavirus. Hopefully, there's just one there's one reported case of bubonic plague. Hopefully, this is not spread because we cannot have like this tag team tandem of viruses going on right now. That's just too much. 2020 is just a whole nother year. I think, like Gerald said yesterday, it needs a whole nother class, an AP class to teach because this is just too much. I agree with what Mario had said about how I think the TikTok people, what they're doing is way worse than what the other people are doing with the pool party and stuff like that because if their cases are getting better or like if it's a little to no, no cases and they plan to do have a pool party it's like whatever but these tiktokers know like corona still high like it's there's still high chances of getting it and they just don't care they still had a party and they knew what they were doing was bad because if you apologize for something you know what you there was some wrong to what you did and i think what they did was like super bad and like i'm like come on we're trying to fix this country up you know so if you get back to normal but you guys are just ruining it we'll never get back to normal if you stay at this level of partying and just not caring and at, like as for like california and the plagues that's just crazy i hope they find a way to like fix that completely and and we're just seeing continued recklessness all over but hopefully that can kind of diminish after things get more serious to people i i don't know let's we'll see let's hope when we come back here though we're going to be talking about how parents are going to be affected with kids going back to school or not going back to school here on the youth sam radio sirius xm channel 145 hey look what i found a radio radio this is sirius xm 145 slam radio Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Anigamanu Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigamanuela Pola. Tonga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable, sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and the Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Stores, number 19 wide receiver, and you are listening to Slam Radio. It is Liddy. Turn up. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Stores, number 19 wide receiver, and you are listening to Slam Radio. It is Liddy. Turn up. I don't even know what's happening at break. I was just, just confused. Yeah. Anyways, I had, we had a deja vu moment because I heard and then I heard it again. I was like, I need wait, Bree around what? here. I'm sorry. I'm doing too many things at the same time. You really uh, are. Playing wow. twice. That's unforgivable. Well, Frank has the privilege of having Bree in the studio and he forgets how to function whenever she's gone. Anyways, we always talk Facts. about. <laughs> we always talk about how students can be affected with schools reopening or closing and all that because we have our student opinion and we have our yeah that but 
it's kind of come into play now of how parents can be affected by this. And parents may be qualified for leave unemployment, for paid leave unemployment, if schools stay closed with remote learning. This is available through the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. And obviously this depends on their student's age, whether they are young. So I know that we need to look at that. We need to have that sort of topic because I know even talking, bringing this up slightly with Anthony and Mario beforehand, they were like, why would the parents need to not be at work? We, we can watch ourselves. We can, but this I think is more intended for disability learning and as well as those who are younger than us that need some sort of you know structure and alignment. And I just want to get you guys' take on the fact that parents could be could be given paid leave during this time and that parents and I think it's interesting because we've never talked about the parents' perspective if schools were to remain closed and we have remote learning. So I want to get you guys' take on that. Well, I mean, I I'm not I'm really sure how they're gonna run this. It's a little confusing to me because I mean, how are they gonna get paid leave what are they leaving their job to take care of their kids is that how it works nicole no they're getting paid because they cannot go to work they have to stay home with their remote learning mm, so okay the yeah so okay i understand but this is probably for like younger kids like six seven kids it is that's not what like I'm us saying. who you can't take care remember. of them yeah so I want okay. to get your your whole idea on it because, like, obviously we were kids at small little kids at some point. Yeah. So I mean, I like it. I I do like the idea. I mean, it's unique. I wouldn't see this happening in many occasions if we weren't in a pandemic. Well, I mean, if we weren't in a pandemic, we wouldn't be in virtual in the first place. But I wouldn't see many cases where this would happen. I do like this though because. At the end of the day, the kids can't take care of themselves. The parents have to make them lunch. The parents have to make make sure they're doing all right. If you're six years old, they can't be expected to stay home and work. At the same time, you can work from home depending on the job you have. But let's say it's, I don't know, maybe like a construction job. You can't do that virtually. It's hands-on. So I really do like the idea of it. It's very innovative to me. Um, it's very unexpected, too, because usually companies are very stingy about that, about paid leave and all that stuff. So I do like that we're kind of in this together here. I wouldn't have expected that. I would have just expected, oh, you can't come to work. Well, I'm sorry, you lost your job or like, you know, something like that. But very unique. And I do like the idea. Anthony, I don't think bosses are that cruel the way you're portraying them, but still, it is. Some, some are not, not all, yeah. not all bosses are bad, but some are a little, little on the evil side. Yeah, you're definitely right. There are some out there, but still, I, I'm glad I'm with you on this one. I'm glad that you know these companies are giving these paid leaves. My mom is one of them. She works from home, and that is a privilege that I am very grateful for, because I get to hang out with her all the time. Instead of me hanging out with my dad all the time, which doesn't really go well because we argue about boxing for like three hours straight. But still, I digress. Um, yeah, for definitely like children, it is very important for the family to stay at home, whether it's the mom or dad. And, and as Anthony says, sometimes they just can't 
stay at home. Like one, the dad may have a construction job or the mom may work at a hospital or some other job that requires hands-on experience. And it really begs to differ, like, what do you do? Do you hire like a babysitter? And that's really hard to come by it during the pandemic. Like it's, they're really stuck between a hard, rock and a hard place. So I do like this paid leave that they're doing. And it's very interesting because like Anthony said, this isn't really a normal thing that jobs here in the US do. So it's very cool that they're implementing that. I do know that when it comes down to people with after school programs, depending on what sort of schools you go to and what, whether it's a charter, um, a private or public, Normally, it's more of the private schools that are doing this from what I've heard. One of my family members is, is a teaching assistant, and they're going to be doing aftercare through online. Like, they will be virtually watching your kids. So, I mean, like, it, it sounds interesting, but this comes to play. Like, if, if you have a certain job where you can be there for your kid during the time that they are in technically in school, but you can't help them out after school because you do have to go to that job and you do have to if you are a nurse but you have your time in a certain way that you can manipulate it so you can you can be there to help out your your younger child but then you might have to leave at a certain time and then you have a a ta or just a a a faculty member in general just virtually watching your kids i mean i know that anthony's pulling a face it's i I mean i like it but how is that supposed to work? I mean, they're not gonna sit at the computer screen the entire time. Like, let, let, let's just let's be completely honest here. In a regular aftercare situation, they're all in one place. You give them food, you make sure they're all right. But with this, it's a virtual. So at the end of the day, some kid can just go, and that's it. Like the the purpose of it is over. He 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 can just leave the screen. He or she can leave the screen, and the purpose of the aftercare is done. I I I like it, but it's a little ineffective to me. Well, can they just? Well, no, 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 Anthony, you left me confused. Now, how would it work? Now I'm actually wondering about it. I'm saying like. In a regular aftercare situation, it would be all the kids in one place. You give them food. You help them with homework. In this situation, yeah, you can help them with homework possibly, but it's going to be a lot of miscommunication. And at the end of the day, a kid can just leave the screen and that's it. The purpose of the aftercare is done because the kid's going to be gone. You can't you can't tell the kid, hey, come back here. Like He's on his own free will. You can't tell him. You can't go to the house and make him food. Like he's Well... If that's the case, I mean, you could just kind of like divide it because here in Zoom, you can just make into like little groups, little classrooms of like, okay, these kids need help with math. These kids need help with reading. These kids need help with history. And this other kid needs help with, I don't know, English. So you can just do it like that. But in the sense that you're the one doing the aftercare or you're the teacher doing aftercare, your only job is, all right, teach the kid. But if the kid out of his own free will, decides, you know what? Let me dip. Let me just randomly disappear and reappear five days later. That's really not your fault anymore because, I mean, you're doing your job. Your job was simply, all right, teach them what they need help on, and that's that. But if they took the free will of, all right, I'm going to just log out. I'm not going to take this help that I'm very generously being granted then 
I mean, what are you going to do? You can't force them to sit in front of the laptop or a phone or a tablet for an hour just listening to your voice being like, oh, yeah, I finally understand my, uh, my pre-calculus homework with uh, trigonometry and time of what, cosecant and tangent. You can't make them do it. So if the kid takes a choice and says he doesn't want to be there anymore or he just wants to keep leaving on from the, from the group, then nothing you can do. Just let him do it. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's his own choice. He's the one who's going to fail. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Because uh, I'm going to say something real quick. It's hard enough to get kids to do their homework as is, like trying to force them to do it. So if nobody's there to watch them, I doubt kids will like try and do their homework and the apathy will just go through the roof. I doubt kids will really take it seriously. Well, who knows? I have faith that this Families First Coronavirus Response Act can help out a lot of parents and a lot of just guardians in general who will be having to watch their kids during this time as it starts in virtual or just not at all. But, you know, I'm kind of tired talking about the repercussions of COVID and school because school's starting next week for us. And that's just, no. I want to talk about French Prince of Bel-Air here on the Youth FM Radio, Sirius XM, 145. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay! Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, it, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apola. Tonga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, 
there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and the Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Sam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Sam Radio and everybody a part of Sam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Series 6M 145 Slam Radio. We'll be there on the double Whenever there's a problem Round Adventure Bay We are right here in the I think we all kind of get more comfortable Hold on, no, no, no It's a Woo Back Wednesday The fact that we have not played some songs from Pop Smoke on a Woo Back Wednesday that's unfortunate. Lamar. Hey, Anthony, Anthony, I think you should just be happy that we gave you Paw Patrol. Calm it, down it's a there, good bud. substitute. It's a good substitute. But <laughs> we need better performance. Uh, sure. Okay, sure. Anyways, talking about very influential shows, French Prince of Bel-Air is going to be rebooted now as a drama. Back in 2019, one of the show's biggest fans, Morgan Cooper, created a reimagined dramatic feel to the French Prince of Bel-Air story. They, he basically made a trailer for it. And this somehow got to the beloved Will Smith. And he absolutely loved the idea, so much so that they're now teaming up to produce the concept of the drama series a year after the idea kind of came to life. So I know that we talk about, I, listen, I, my biggest flex in life is something that I can't control. And it's because I was born the exact same day as Will Smith. What a king. What an absolute king. I um, agree. Thanks. Absolute yes. king. king energy. And I just want to know, because I can tell you personally, I used to consistently and religiously watch French Prince of Bel-Air. So I want to, I mean, I, I'm going to hold my opinions because I want to hear your, your opinions on this topic before I kind of just break and give you guys my take on this. Um, why? That's, why? What What was the reason to make this a drama? Just, if you're going to reboot it, I don't even think this show needed a reboot in the first place. If you're going to reboot it, why is a drama? What's, what do you have to gain from that? Like, what, I don't understand, like, what's the plot going to be? What's the theme song going to be? Is it just going to be, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, just, like, Will Smith singing it again over like the Godfather theme, like I don't, I don't get it. Like what? I don't want Fresh Prince of Bel Air to be a telenovela. I, that's not what I want. <coughs> Excuse me, that's not what I want. I want regular Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I want the storylines. Like 
maybe a continuation of it, not a drama. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, Anthony. Who in their right mind, what executive was like, you know what? There, there was just something missing from the French Prince of Bel-Air. Any ideas? And then he looks around the room. Then one guy, he has intently raises his hand. He's like, I think we should make it a drama. Then he's just like, that is why I hired you. Give that man a raise. Like, who asked for that? I really don't know. Because as you know, I don't really like sitcoms. I'm not that type of person. But with one exception, that's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And to ruin it like this, like, why? What's going to be the story mind? Does, does, like, Will Smith get, like, a girlfriend, but they break up and now he needs to cry over it? Does Carlton, like, break up with his wife? I don't get they this. They get into an entanglement, Mario. That's what yes, it's going to be like. Getting, like, a love triangle or something? Like, I really don't want this to happen. Like, Anthony, I, that was foul. That was foul, Anthony. That was really foul. Very bad. Very bad. Mm-hmm. Mario, you didn't you really understand how you kind of kind of yeah. flew over your head. I think you just realized what I was talking about. Yeah. Right over your head. Definitely. Definitely. That's Let's... difficult to do. Mario's pretty tall. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Just pounding on me right now with all the tall jokes. So, still, this makes no sense. I don't know who what, who pitched this. Why? I don't want to see Will Smith acting in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air seriously. Please stop. <laughs> Mario, the drama is that uh, his dad actually comes back into his life and decides to stay for once. That's that's the good part about the drama. That was oh, the God. saddest episode on that on that show. You cannot tell me the fact that he just walked out. He walked that's out. Sweet. He didn't even care. Cold heartedly, was like, "All right, you know what? We'll continue for like three seconds. Let me just skedaddle, skedoodle right out that door." That scene uh, was sad though. The the why don't you want me no more, man? The, the, that toys with the heartstrings. <laughs> I'm, I'm really tearing up. I'm, re- I'm already horribly tearing up. Can we, can we, can we change it? Yeah, let's switch the topic. The fact that Uncle Phil was a better father than his actual father. Not- but rip yeah. Uncle Phil, bro, for real. Yeah. Hey, for sure. hey, hey, okay. Okay, Anthony. <laughs> I like that one. That, uh, was, that was a good call out for your entanglement one. Look, to be honest. Bounce back. Like, I don't want them to reboot it as a drama, but that being said, I would want to see it just out of curiosity because, eh, who knows? It might actually be good. It might not be, pardon my French, but it might not be an absolute piece of crap. So, eh, let them reboot it as a drama. Let's see what interesting stuff they can do, what resolves they can have for any issues in the show that were part of the original plot. I mean, never know, right? Never know until you try, so give it a shot. Sit down with some popcorn and uh, some drinks. Just binge watch it on Netflix or on Hulu, because why not? I think um, the idea... Oh, I'm sorry, Alicia, you can go ahead. Oh. I would rather hear your opinion before I say anything. <laughs> I'm on the side of... I don't really like when they redo or reboot like classical shows. It's just like you can never get it as good as it was back then. And the viewers that used to watch the show, like you expect so much from like a reboot and reboots, like even though everyone wants them, but it's never really satisfies. Like so many shows have had a reboot and you're just like, what? what is like, this is not the, the Bel Air that I'm watching. 
So I'm really, I'm like iffy about it. I have to hear what other people are saying before I think about watching it. But that's just me. I think when it comes down to them rebooting the show, that I, I'm a little iffy on it being a drama. I don't really care for the idea of it being a drama. I don't understand exactly how that's going to completely be reimagined the way that it should be. Uh, I do, I don't think that they should have rebooted The French Prince of Bel-Air. I think it was kind of perfect. It's one of those shows that you don't want to see get messed with because in all of its glory, the original form is just so, it's immaculate. There's, there's, even if there's something wrong about it, it makes it, like, you need a flaw in order for something to be considered close to perfect. And even though that it does have, it, it does have some flaws, it's still, one of the most perfect shows I think I've ever seen in my life. It talks about so many topics. It covers so many form of, of, of discussions and it still does it in a way that the whole family can watch it, the whole family, even if, you know, you have certain opinions, like it still isn't uncomfy and it gets everything across perfectly. And again, I'm a little iffy on the fact that they do want to reboot it just in general. And the fact that they want to make it a drama, I'm, again, like how Anthony said, I don't want to see it become a like I don't want to have that happen I don't want to see it too dramatized for the fact that it's a show and not you know like an actual purposeful plot line to it um and I, I am interested to see the dynamic of the characters and to see if all the characters do come back with the majority of the ones who are still living um and I think that I think even though it says it's a it's a drama, I think it might be like a dramedy where it's a com- comedy drama. I feel like that's sort of like the two umbrella, like it's going to be like the two main topics. Gonna be, I think they're still going to keep the some comedy aspect of how it originally was back in, back in the day when it was first aired. And I don't know, I'm just, what was, who was your favorite, if you can remember all the names, who was your favorite? character in French Prince of Bel-Air now now talking about like I want to see all the characters come back as much as possible again as the ones who are alive come on Cole come on favorite character yeah I mean there's only one right answer okay who else Will Smith living that life some consider a myth uh nice nice I would have to disagree with you Anthony I think my favorite character needs to be Carlton I mean I just I, I love Carlton was a king. Carlton is a king. Yeah, one hundred. I agree with Mario. Carlton is the best. For sure, for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I vote oh. for Jeffrey. I don't know about you guys. Uncle Phil have my vote. Are you guys forgetting about Ashley? She was honestly such an immaculate character. She had she had her little snappy remarks. She had her little moments. If, I mean, listen, the way that I see it, it's like Will Smith, you're going to have Carlton and Ashley kind of just like in the, mo- like kind of just split in second. But I, I needed to give you guys a whole other dynamic. Like Ashley was a fantastic character. She had a lot of character growth and a lot of moments because she was young and then she got older. And so then they showed you like that also perspective of like growing up and stuff, not only just teenagers and then young adults. So I think that's also an interesting aspect. It covered every aspect of growing up and such things because you had all these characters in different moments of their life with different experiences in their life, with different viewpoints of life and how things should get done. So again, I just don't understand 
how or why they want to re- like reboot it. I think it ended pretty fine. Like sure there's yeah. Don't beat don't, don't beat the dead horse. Just let it rest, you know? They do this with a lot of shows. They try and, you know, milk it out. It's a very very Disney-esque thing to do. They like to milk out shows and then it's not as good. Just they have to realize that you have to sometimes you got to even though it's a favorite, you just sometimes you got to let it let it sit there. You can't can't be the dead horse cuz then it's going to affect the quality of the seasons prior. So you just got to when whenever it hits its end and it's a satisfying ending, you can't go back to it. You have to think of new ideas. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like just let it rest. Reboot, like revive uh, something different that people actually want, not this. Like I don't think of one person asked for um the Fresh Prince of Bel Air to be a dramedy or a drama. Like, no, this is just not what I wanted. I I never asked for this. I don't think I will even watch this to be honest because i'll probably be sad unless it's really good then they'll probably intrigue me to watch it but still i just don't like this idea of just rebooting the show for you know nothing i think we see this a lot in hollywood where we see that there's something really beloved to a lot of people whether it be a generation or just everybody depending on what it is like like fresh prince of Bel-Air is, is a great example everybody sort of loves fresh prince like it's it's Everybody sort of loves it, whether you saw it since the beginning, from the middle, or towards the ending, or if you've never seen it, but you've seen clips, like, you still love it, depending on how old you are. Like, you still love it. And we just kind of see Hollywood take these beloved and these beloved movies, TV shows, and they kind of just rewrite them. We saw it with Full House, going with Fuller House, and it's already done. They've already canceled the show, I think. I don't even know how long it went. I've never seen it. Because I didn't like the idea. It was five seasons. See, Frank, Frank always knows the stuff that I just turn a blind eye to sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's always nice having Frank help us out. But um, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this rebooting. And I also don't like how Hollywood, like Hollywood, you can be original. I have, I have faith in you. Make something that we all want to see that's like kind of new. Don't. I, I, the only reboot that I've liked done was from Jumanji, and that's because they completely changed it and they gave homage to the original. But this but, is still iffy with me. But Full House kind of did the same thing, like with Fuller House. Like, yeah, I get it. It was still kind of like the same basis of the family together, but they continued the story. And DJ went off. She had the three kids, so they kind of spun it off and it had a twist of what was before. They did everything that you guys wanted to do with Fresh Prince. They brought back most of the old characters, except for one character that didn't want to sign certain contracts and stuff like that. Um, no names mentioned. Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen. Olsen. Yeah, you know. You know. But um, anyways... Um, but it, but, but it goes to the, it goes to that extreme though. So like they kind of had originality because then they made this entire story. Yeah, but still, I don't. It's not my thing. I don't. I might just see it just to see it. But when we come back, we're gonna be talking about how today's National Potato Day here on the News Fam Radio Series XM One Forty Five. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. 
Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. Because I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K-9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio Series XM 145 in our final segment. 
just to remind you guys, we will not be having a show on Monday, and our time change is going to be two to three. So you will no longer be hearing us from eleven to twelve, sadly. But today is National Potato Day, and I'm a very big enthusiast of potatoes. Potatoes are probably one of my favorite things because of how the do. You are you are the potato enthusiast. You're I am a- the. I don't think there is a potato enthusiast, so now your nickname from now on is the potato enthusiast. I have so many nicknames. I'd like to jump in real quick. I have Irish ancestry. Can I can I be like the secondhand potato enthusiast, or can I be the potato enthusiast? You can be secondhand. Yeah, be secondhand. All right. Understand. My question is, what is your favorite form of potato? Now that question seems very intimidating. I know, the way. That it's that it's formulated the way that you have to think. Oh, is it hash browns? Is it baked potatoes? Is it French fries? Is it the sliced boiled ones? Is it the sliced um, oven cooked ones? Is it the tater tots? Is it raw? What is your favorite? Uh, objectively, sweet potato. No, no, you're objectively wrong there again, Anthony. Objectively, Mario. Yes, you do realize I'm the most picky eater on the youth. So yeah, the fact that I even like the fact that I even like sweet potato in the first place is an accomplishment. Yeah, and let's oh, set so it that's up. That's right. Anthony is so odd with his eating patterns. No, no, he doesn't let's, even let's like Let's take fries. off the list. Let's Damn take on the list. Don't like Damn French fries. Don't like chips. Oh, don't like regular potato. Oh, what other, don't like tater tots. Don't like hash browns. Oh, what are other forms of potato? No, I think it's funny. Hold on, I think it's funny though because I'm not as a picky eater as Anthony. I'm not, but I hate sweet potato. I hate it. There's just something about it I do not like it. I and listen, I I'm telling you, I'm 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 a picky eater. But when I met Anthony, I realized I'm not that much of a picky eater compared to Anthony, because that's intense. Mario, what's your favorite form of, of of potato? My favorite form, there's so many, but I need to give it to baked potato because there's just so much you can do with it. You can load it with like, you know, bacon, your cheese, you got the sour cream. It's just so good. It, you could do so much with it. Honorable mention to French fries. Those are bangers. You, you can't make French fries wrong, contrary to Anthony, who thinks French fries are the bane of like the earth. But still, French fries and baked potatoes, you know. I said that go. before. I just said I don't like them. Stop putting words in my mouth. No, no. You well, you really don't like them. You don't like anything, to be honest. I don't know what you like. You like chicken tenders. Except for nuggies. He likes chicken nuggets. What no, is the mom. problem with night with liking chicken tenders? Please explain. So it's not a problem. On. That's the only thing you like. That's yeah. why it's a problem. It's not a problem like liking other them, things. I like no, don't, you don't believe them. Liar. Don't believe you, you, them. Okay. Things. Don't believe them. Okay, hold on. I'm going to interject. Anthony, what he would eat for lunch during school was either going to be a bag of popcorn or chicken nuggets. Oh, that's all. That's all I would. That's all I remember him eating. Yes. Hey, hey. I used to have pizza and meatball subs, too. Don't forget about that. Yeah, without the bread, right? I believe so. He didn't bread eat bread. Had the bread with it. I, I think I vividly remember you taking off the bread at one time, but still. No, no. No? no never. Yeah, I must be clogging my memory, but still, I wouldn't put you past you to do that. I, I can see you taking off the bread of sandwiches just because you say you don't like the bread. Like you're the pickiest eater ever, my guy. I'm not that guy that 
takes like the peeling, the side off the bread, like sliced bread, like that brown part. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I I don't do that because that the if crust? you do that, the, the crust, crust. There you go. The crust. Wow. That's, you don't even know what it's called. Anyways, if you do no, but if you do that, you're a little odd. Yikes. It's a little off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I I don't know. My favorite. My favorite form of potato might be hash browns. I love hash browns. Might be tater tots. Love tater tots. Have you guys ever had um, house buds? There's like little house buds. There's like little like it's it's there's potato with like cheese and like all the ugh, it's just a, it's great. I love and I'm also so like I'm like it needs to be a certain way for me to like it like a lot. So like it's a way that I like my mashed potatoes like it a little like like lumpier than just like smooth because I need like that texture. Okay, Miss Picky Eater. All right. I'm not that picky. No, I, and, like I can eat. I'm very picky, Nicole. No offense. No, I can I can eat and I can eat it however I want. And that's not the point. I prefer it that way. Like when I got my teeth out, I couldn't have my normal way that I got that I used to eat mashed potatoes. I ate smooth mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. I don't care. The saying, in order for it to be a 15 out of 10 has to be like that you know yeah very understandable like it's a preference it's not a obsession and or limitation as anthony has because he doesn't like anything anthony he's just like just give me my chicken nuggets i'm good i like Uh, more than just chicken nuggets no you don't i highly doubt that i highly doubt that so what about uh creamed potatoes no no steamed potatoes just steam them with uh some carrots and some other vegetables serve it on the side with some steak oh i yeah. love that i love that that's amazing Eat those steak oh. is elite hold on whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there, buckaroo. do you hear that i, have I said it first i said it first no you started it i said it first i said it first can we can we call a tie no i said it first he said it first but i just want to say thank you so much all of you guys for Give me your your, op- your topics, your opinions, and all these things, and definitely making today very eventful. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. We are the youth. We'll see you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.